If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Retrospective episode recorded mere seconds after the end of Kingmaker. Hey everyone, how are y'all doing? I promised I wouldn't cry on audio. <laughs> cry for me, bitch. Uh, I broke it. <laughs> that promise. <laughs> well, uh, it's gone. It's shattered. It's over with. My <sighs> heart hurts. <laughs> How are y'all holding up? Was that okay? Was that ending good? No, I don't want it to end. It was a good ending. <laughs> oh. I'm a big fucking crybaby about campaigns ending. I like that you cry about nothing else. <laughs> I literally don't. I don't cry ever, except for I when I'm having heard... a mental breakdown or this. I only ever hear Ritz crying either about fucking shit ending in Pathfinder or, you know... Really distressing stuff. Normal yeah, stuff that would make someone cry. Things. Normal Nothing stuff that would make Chris cry just makes him laugh like a psychopath. <laughs> oh my okay. god. Uh, it doesn't feel real yet. Nah, just, just wait a few days. Wait a few yeah, days and then wait, a few day. wait for I next Saturday. Okay. Next, wait for next Saturday. And then like, okay, everyone's time to do. Oh. Oh. Hold on, I need a pillow to cry into. <laughs> okay. God, I want you to know, um, I told KK before the session, um, 
I didn't tell Dave or... Well, Dave, I think you figured out. Didn't tell you, Ritz. I didn't do Nerissa's sheet until literally today. Oh, are you fucking serious? Yeah, I didn't want to. It felt too final. Derry. Okay, was, yeah, that's fair. When I, when we, when Derry was asking me, like, wake up, um, Ritz or KK, I can't remember. It, yeah, wake up, Ritz. Um, I was like, do you, like, want to get in a call? Like, do you want to, like, start getting, like, do you need me now? Do you need them now? And, and, and Derry was like, uh, give me a few minutes. I was like, all right, a few minutes. Um, why have you waited? I, okay, I had, like, I knew what I wanted to give them, but, like, I... I get it. Uh, Doing uh, it is extremely final. Yeah. Um. Feels more final than the fact that we just finished recording the last one, huh? Kill you. It doesn't hit you until later. You're yeah. really kidding me now, shut up. <laughs> KK and I versus Dave and Ritz. Dave and Ritz crying like babies in half. KK and I being like, it's fine, we'll just play again next week. Aww. Oh, <laughs> I cry over lots of things. Um, I almost, I, KK, I want you to know, I almost gave Isra puppies at the end, and I was like, Ugh. How? Whom? Who's he having whom? puppies with? Who'd he fuck? <laughs> Okay. That, was, that was what stopped me. That's I, was, I, I like the yeah. idea that like he's never met another. He's like he's never met another. Like, Give Isra another wolf and a bow. Oh god! Eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, it's eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, got like <laughs> okay. All right. Before we give some, before we give our audience furry bait. Uh, oh no! no! Oh no! <laughs> uh. Oh my god, I love you guys. I'm sorry. Well, last week too, we man. played our last week we played the characters that um got us like talking again. Um <laughs> yeah. This week we've ended a campaign. Um I'm going to have a mental breakdown. I want you I want you guys to know that the process in which that I had time to have this session has been hell. <laughs> I have a job, right? Like I, have, mm-hmm. I have a waiter yeah. job. And every week, the week, like a few days before the week starts, like Friday, Saturday, my bosses asked for schedules. And every week, I've been like, I cannot work on this day specifically. I, you cannot, you cannot schedule me this day. I cannot work. There is no option for me like to work right like today okay and i text him this and i can see that he reads it because it says red (laughs) message in the app that we use right okay um so tell Mm -hmm. me why literally last week and this week he scheduled me for saturday because he's a fucking dickhead i'll throw hands and then i'll Mm -hmm. be like because we we record on saturday and literally the like moments afterwards i was like um, manager, I I asked for this day off. I can't work. <laughs> I can't work. I'm gonna cry later. I like. I have to. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown. <laughs> this is my scheduled mental breakdown. Listen, right <laughs> now, right now, I would be heading to. I would be getting dressed to go to work. I yeah. don't have the time for that. You need to have a mental breakdown. I need to cry. Technically, actually, this is uh, my 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 work uh, my schedule t- 
today would have been five to eleven, and so I'd be half an hour late. Oh yeah. well, too bad. The tabletop takes precedence. It's I yeah. I like tabletop more than my job. Yeah, me fucking too. <laughs> I mean that's fair. Um. Oh my god. Do you have any questions for us, Derry? Uh, yeah, sure. How did I do? <laughs> well, you did really good. You made me cry. Derry, you remain to be my favorite DM. Like, I've had multiple, like, multiple DMs. Oh, now now I'm gonna cry. Fuck, one moment. Mm, I'm good. You I'm are good. the best DM we've ever had. Derry, like, there's a reason that I like it when you DM, and it's not because you're my girlfriend. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm actually crying. Sorry. It's hitting my me. My goal like, oh, has been realized. Cry. Oh my god, sorry. How does it feel? Um, not good. This is the most I've cried in... Oh my god, I'm actually crying. I fucking thought. Cool, 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 cool. You join this party too. <laughs> okay, okay, go get some onions for me. <laughs> I, okay, where's I'm in my room. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so I guess, um, I guess, yeah, we can go through some questions. Um, fuck. <laughs> um, okay, a question we got, um, so we're going to focus on questions about Kingmaker, and a lot of these will be actually from me. Just kind of like mm-hmm. to prompt conversation about stuff from different books, and, yeah, so... To start us off, um, I want to ask each of you, now that we finished the whole campaign of Kingmaker, what each of your favourite moments were that you can remember off the top of your heads? If you can't come up with anything immediately, don't worry. Um, I can go first if you need, because um, I, my, my answer is still the same as the last time it was asked. I'm never going to get over how much fun the, the cabin scene was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I generally think the cabin scene is the best. Like, I love horror. I've made that so clear so many times. But the cabin scene, I think, was literally my best uh, horror that I've done in a long time. All of Book Tree was great. I can't just get fucking Junji Ito type horror in. Mm. So, really the did. cabin scene was. It's still something that almost unsettles me today. And I don't know, just the scratching sounds on the walls and. Ah, I loved that scene. I loved Book tree. Book tree was probably my favorite. It was so different to the others, but you do be loving horror. Ah, uh, I loved it. Sorry, um, on my cheeks. God. <laughs> um, my my answer also used to be the cabin scene. <laughs> um, but I I think that honest to God, um, the one that we just. Did the closing one with Iker and Faraway. <laughs> um, I I like scenes that um get me emotionally invested. The cabin had me emotionally invested, um, and that had me crying actual tears. You could hear it. Um Yeah. You could hear me sniffling and my voice cracking because there's tears there's fucking tears welling up in my goddamn eyes. Um, Big ass baby, baby, baby. Yeah, bitch. Who is just crying because someone told you you were a good DM? I'm still crying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know you are. Uh, So 
Oof, it's really a 50-50 between those two. Ask me on a ask me on a random day and I'll choose either one. But, um <laughs> I think right now my favorite is the goodbye scene. Yeah, yes. Or not goodbye or happily ever after scene. It's not a goodbye, it's never a goodbye. That was the whole point, wasn't it? I know. Things don't end, just stuff keeps continuing. <laughs> yeah. It's never a goodbye, just see you later. I'm still, I'm almost still calling you Alden Casca, and it's still dawning on me I'm not going to be calling you that. Um, Dave, KK, you're going to start our scenes? new campaign and you're going to fucking say it. Yeah. This isn't because it's like super meaningful. I just think it was really fun. Like it was extremely amusing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's extremely funny when you find a naked man bathing in the middle of the forest. <laughs> You like the the meeting Axie? Yeah, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> it's also, I think, the funniest way to have met a villain. Well. Um, I would like to put, I want you to know, actually, do you want me to read verbatim what I have in my notes for that scene? Mm. Because I think, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what I was expecting for you guys to redeem him. Um, <clears throat> quote, Armag himself isn't a mindless monster. He is a paragon of heroism too, a foil to Alden. He's actually charismatic and would get on very well with Alden. He fully believes himself to be the reincarnation of Armag and his confidence and ego matches his delusion. However, he has a sense of honor and may form a semblance of friendship with the other paragon of heroism. All caps, make it as homoerotic as possible. (laughs) I'm so fucking (laughs) stupid. I made something homoerotic with Dave involved. What was I expecting? Here's the thing, Derry. You dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> there's there's an issue with with it. Not that like oh it was like a bad idea. It was a great idea. Um, I don't. I don't do. I don't do sad things. I don't do it. I it doesn't work with me. I won't let it happen. Evidently. Um, wrestled I will kill you beforehand. I do remember because <laughs> uh, I I don't really like really tragic things. Um, and betrayal is mm. like a really big like issue for me. Um, mm. so before Derry like texted me, he was like, "Okay, I need you to know that like this you need to be careful with this." <laughs> yeah, I I let Dave know that uh, <laughs> Ak wasn't necessarily one hundred percent nice. Um, I didn't tell him that he was Armag. I didn't tell him that he was Armag. But I was like, "Hey, don't don't get too attached to this guy," because yeah. I know that 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 is uh, not. A, I don't want to say like a trigger, but it will definitely really upset you if a character is nice to you. Then he's like, "Aha! Fooled you. You thought you could trust me. Fuck are you?" So I was like, "Hey, just so you know, this guy's not great." And oh, then you're like, attached. "What if I made?" And then him I good? got attached. Um. But it's okay, because it worked out. This is not the first time this has happened, though. Where I get attached Mm-mm. as soon as you tell me don't do it. Um, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, KK? Do you have any scenes that stick out to you as ones you really enjoyed? I think... I think because it, I, it's like the most catharsis I've ever gotten from any of my characters. I lean forward. It, Probably be the scene with Casca killing Nerissa. Oh, that was that fucked. Yeah, that was yeah. so hard. Because that was probably like the most um 
I think that's probably the most full circle that any of my characters have ever gotten. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to like just illustrate Casca's life. She starts off as a young woman working on a farm, which has come across hardships because of famine, and her parents are overbearing, and she kind of just believes them that, yes, she's just a farm girl. And slowly but surely, she makes herself into something powerful. And someone tries to strip her away of that power. Someone tries to stop her. And she keeps going and destroys that, the thing that was trying to hold her down. Ah! The, the transfer from I'm just a farm girl to I'm going to stab this self, like this disintegrating fae goddess with the very thing she put me on this route to do for. Ah. Um, you texted me in advance about that, KK, to pull apart, like, the, the shades a bit. Uh, you asked me, hey, uh, do you mind if I read the exact wording? Is that okay with you? Go ahead. Okay. Um, you asked me, hey, Derry, I have a Kingmaker question. I was like, yeah, what's up? And you asked, does Nerissa have to be killed with Briar, or can anything else do it? Like, let's say, a unicorn horn or whatever. Oh and I was like... Uh, <laughs> oh um, I didn't want... I didn't want... I love the idea of, like, a sacred destined weapon. But I didn't want the sacred destined weapon to be... Oh, yeah, this has to be the thing that kills her, I think you know? the thing is, is that, like... And, and, and I, I had Briar, I've... <laughs> I have all the reason to have like liked doing that, like like to do that. Um, I think that it feels less legitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I re like in a, in a, in the last home campaign that we did, I got the last blow on the final boss. Um, but that was like a legitimate like I rolled a nat twenty and I was extremely lucky to do that, and that felt mm-hmm. a lot better than like the idea of just you know like. Like, I, I was destined to do this. I like it when it yeah. feels legitimate anyways. So even though, like, I had Briar, I, I, I cared about Briar because she was my daughter, okay? <laughs> hmm. um, I all, like, by the way, uh, one of our fans uh, did also have this idea, like, just before the recording. It was like, wow, it'd be really cool if Casca uh, killed uh, Narissa with the unicorn horn. And I was like, hmm. oh, oh. Someone's going to be vindicated in a few days. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I really love, especially like, clicking the heels, getting those wings, and just flying up, and just stabbing right through her. Ah! Oh. Ah! Oh. It was gorgeous. Really good. It was so good. I really love Casca. She's, honest to god, such a fantastic character. I think I just do better with uh, characters that are fairly improvised like mm-hmm. i don't do anything with them really i just it's just like here they are you this want a like- story about them i mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they're a person yeah because you made um i think i think when we decide we want to play kingmaker i can pinpoint the exact moment i decide hey let's play kingmaker um do you mind if i take you back all for a second because i think I know, I think it's uh, kind of a beautiful moment in itself. Um, it was 
near Christmas in 2018, um, which is almost two years ago now. Yeah. Um, I was with my little brother, um, and he was in a choir, and we were uh, in a church, and he was singing Christmas carols, you know? And uh, Dave had just experienced a hard drive loss, so a lot of uh, this, because we had been doing Doomsday Dawn, but yep. we hadn't been doing great with that. Um, not that it wasn't fun, it's just that, like, I didn't know podcasting. Listen, I, I distinctly remember Derry saying something like, oh my god, we got 12 views. Yeah, considering now, uh, a bad day is, oh, we only got 100 views today? Damn. <laughs> um, but I remember watching him and just like listening to him sing Silent Night and just everything kind of blurring together. And I was like, you know what? I want to do a campaign. I want to do, I don't want to do short stuff because we had been thinking of doing like Pathfinder Society and I sat there, I don't want to do Pathfinder Society. I don't want to do short stuff. I want something long and I want something beautiful. And I sat there and I thought and I was like, well, there's other ones we could do. And we sat down and I think Kingmaker was the one I wanted to do from the start because the video game had released and there was music in it, which, by the way, Alcat Games, I don't know if any of your people listen to this show, but thank you so much for letting us use that music. I... God, yeah. God, that was such a nice thing of them to do, because we were just like this random grouping, like, hey, we want to use your professionally made music in a, in a <laughs> podcast. And we're nobodies. You don't know us. We have 30 likes on Facebook, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Now we've got like 800. It was extremely sweet um, of them, and I'm really glad because the music is like really, really good. Like, the, yeah, the music really it gave it a sense of self, you know? Um, oh, yeah. I, I do want to remind you guys of something that uh, I don't think you all remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, we almost didn't play Kingmaker. What were we gonna play? Um, yeah. We actually put it to a vote, and Kingmaker didn't win. What? It didn't. So I'm going to read uh, the message Mm -hmm. that got us started. Mm -hmm. This is from uh, the 17th of December, 2018. Oh my god. Uh, I pinged everyone and I said, I want to discuss something with you, everyone. And I said, basically, let me be straight, you. Doomsday Dawn is fun for us, but there's times where we struggle because it was designed to test rules. Also, a lot of the rules in Doomsday Dawn are outdated because it's a playtesting. So, I reckon we should play an adventure path. We'd be able to do way more roleplay, make characters we really love and are attached to, and have fun doing it. Obviously, all of the adventure paths right now are first edition, but I'm okay with converting them. It'll take me time, but I'll do it because I love y'all. Hmm. And KK... Chimes in with, sounds good to me if you're good converting, smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the ones that we put were Curse of the Crimson Throne, Kingmaker, Skulls and Shackles, (gasps) Wrath of the Righteous, Mummy's Mask, and Giant Slayer. 
I want to say right now, it's a good thing that none of us were interested in Mummy's Mask or Giant Slayer, because two of the biggest Pathfinder podcasts out there do Giant Slayer and Mummy's Mask. Oh my god. Well, oops. Um, Wrath of the Righteous, I also said, pros, cool story, meet the gods in canon, go to level 20, cons, all caps bolt, it'll be a nightmare to convert because 2E doesn't have mythic rules, see above. Um, <laughs> but the one we voted for was Curse of the Crimson Throne. Damn. Really? Yeah. Uh, we, I think I know why. Why? It's because I said Hell's Rebels 2 in the yeah. pros. Yeah. 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 Uh, we just, at the time we just okay. got off of uh, yeah. Hell's Rebels. <laughs> Either that or we were ending Hell's Rebels and it was just on the brain, I believe. That's yeah. fair. But I do also remember you saying that Hell's Rebels was better. Uh, Hell's Rebels is better in my opinion. Um, I like Hell's Rebels because the teams are a lot more optimistic. Uh, Curse of Crimson Throne is still... You ask some people, it is the best adventure path out there. I don't if you ask that. some other people, they will say Kingmaker is the best adventure path. And if you ask some other people, they'll say that uh, Hell's Rebels is. Those three tend to be up there. Strange Eons is one that's up there a lot, but doesn't get, uh... That's probably the most unusual of them, because that's the god of, Like, that's a Cthulhu one. Yeah. That's fair. I'd love to run that for you guys sometime. Sometime in the, past, in the future. I, we've done a lot of horror in home games recently. I need a break. Um, <laughs> yeah. like, just to get some stuff you guys said, um, in Dave's words, I like Curse of the Crimson Throne uh, the most, but Kingmaker is a really close second. Um, and I said, I like Kingmaker. And, uh... I know one of the KK... reasons that I liked Curse of the Crimson Throne the most. Mm -hmm. Is that not the one that has the Grey Maidens? The Grey Maidens are from Curse of the Crimson yeah, Throne. That's, yeah, yes. that's why, because the character, one of the characters that I had just played for the playtest was uh, an ex-Grey Maiden. Um... Yeah. And I was probably thinking about her. Not that I wanted to play her, but just she'd like existed as a person. And I was like, wow. Uh, same topic. <laughs> okay. Uh, so both Dave said, I like Curse of Crimson Throne better. And then KK said, I, I agree. Curse of Crimson Throne sounds more up our alley, but Kingmaker's a close second. And I, you can tell from the messages that I was like, hmm. Kingmaker, no, please, please choose Kingmaker. Like, I, it's like I gave is, you an option and then I was like actually I changed my mind please 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 the uh, thing is when you were when you were heavily backpedaling and I and after I sent that message of I kind of want Curse of the Crimson Throne you started backpedaling so hard and I was like okay alright I know where this is going <laughs> it's, to put myself on blast <clears throat> oh yeah the others are really split on uh, Curse of the Crimson Throne versus Kingmaker which you weren't you were like oh I mean, I like CT mm. more. And I was like, you know, like, Ritz, uh, I think Kingmakers is a group's best because it's a fun mix of everything you guys like and it's a pretty easy to confer. But if you all think Curse of Crimson Throne is better, I'll run it for you all. I just, you know, it's, uh, I'll have to convert mm. more because it's from 3.5, which is incorrect. There is a Pathfinder conversion already. I just <laughs> was conveniently leaving that out because I really wanted to do Kingmaker. I swear to God. Well, I'm glad that uh, we did and then Kingmaker. That's when Dave and KK were like, yeah, I think we should do Kingmaker. And it's like, yes! Yes! <laughs> um, wow. Ritz, 
You were, I think, Fritz, you were, uh, this was happening while you were half asleep. And yeah. you didn't really uh, care too much, so you're like, whichever. Um, I sent you all the player's guide, and here is the moment that Dave birted Alton. I like a sword scene in background. And also, maybe I'll do a fighter, because I'm gay. I want to do a half-orc. And Rich was like, eh, half-orcs are good. And KK was like, ooh! Uh, hmm. Here was the original pitch for Alden. Okay, how does an optimistic half-orc who wants to be a hero like the one who saved him sound? I really did just want to make a happy boy. Alden be like my first character without depression. Yeah. yeah. Instead he has um, crippling ADHD. <laughs> I oh here here's here's an iconic scene. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, this is gonna be a tricky question, but in advance, which of you wants to be king? <laughs> and Ritz wants <laughs> me. And Kiki is like, <laughs> and Ritz is like, let me be the king. I want to be king. <laughs> <laughs> and my response. Oh man. Read oh, it. Caps. Read it, Jerry. The issue with this, Ritz, is you are a joker, a real jester. And uh, you replied with Jester King. And I said, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Why did you fucking ask if you won't let me? Quit oppressing me. Um, I, I straight up put up a vote of no confidence. And then uh, Dave was like, well, what if the king was the person who was best at book- bookkeeping? And Dave and I were both like, I just kind of vying to push KK. I wasn't pushing. I wasn't <laughs> vying to push anyone. I do not put me in this situation where I've tried <laughs> to pick between my friends. I just wanted. Uh, it's you were talking about like oh like if it's the person who mechanically is the best with the rules. I was like I'd probably mm-hmm. be that person. I, I by the way I wanted to, but I don't like asking for things, so I didn't even. Mm-hmm. I was just like I don't give a shit. I I did give a shit, but I didn't think about it. Yeah, um, I think the funniest thing I ever said was, it's decided, Ritz won't play the king. You bitch, wow, that, look at that me now! That's vindictive now. Look at you now, you did an excellent job, and Ritz, I am so proud of you. Thank you. You did a very good job. Iker was such a different character to everything you'd played so far. Still jokey, but also able to be serious when it really mattered. And even when it didn't matter. You were you played a responsible character <laughs> and you did everything that a king should do. So old Derry suck a fuck. Suck on my dick and balls and cock. The things um, the traits of a king. Um homoerotic. I I literally uh when you did that, I think Dave and I were both at a rehearsal for something. Oh my god. Um, and and I, you said that, and I looked at Dave, and I was like, I'm gonna fucking make a king. Yeah, I actually remember. I think we were sitting on Nicole's couch. We were sitting on her couch, yeah. Uh, and Nicole being a... a she was our director a, a organizer. for an alumni um, show that we were doing, and I was sitting there, and I was too busy trying to hope to God I remembered my lines to think too hard about it. Um, but I remember Ritz sitting Meanwhile, there. Meanwhile, I was having a fucking shit fit. And Ritz was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the king. And I was like, you go, you, you do that. Oh, uh, spite. You fucking Oh, go I just off. discovered something very interesting. Mm-hmm. KK, oh, yeah? the original, the original job you wanted your character to have. 
What was it? I forgot completely. The fucking royal assassin. Oh my god. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember because I super wanted to be a rogue. I was running off the high from. Uh, oh god, which one was it? Doomsday Dawn Book Two. You played a rogue. Averin. Averin. Oh my god. Wow. You should play. Okay, okay, you need to play a rogue again. That's. I mean. Someday. I, one day. One day. <laughs> That's insane. Who knows? Maybe I'll multi-class. Ooh! Ooh! Okay, sorry, I'm getting excited. Um, <clears throat> I love that ooh. <laughs> um, Ritz also said, quote, I'll either make a heartthrob or the worst character I've ever made. Also, <laughs> look at him. The worst character I ever made. <laughs> um, I think that um, I really like the characters that everybody made. Like, obviously, I was going to like them no matter what, because I just really like the Types of characters that you guys are acquired make. by law. I, we're fucking friends for a reason. We have similar tastes. Exactly, that's why it's law. All right, but I, I, I really, really like this group of characters. Like, I like them as much as I like the, the um, as much I like them as much as I've liked like um, like the Angelo group. The and yeah. oh, sorry, I said Angelo group. The, the the knife and the knife inspectors, knife preventers. Knife preventers. Pussy thrusters. Yeah. The pussy thrusters, yes. Um. As they're colloquially known. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want you to know that, um, originally, Ritz, the two classes that Ritz was eyeing up for Baker were, in fact, sorcerer and wizard. Oh, yeah. I wanted to not play a bard again. Yeah, you um, really did not want to play a bard. Um. I really did not. I really you hated the bard, idea of it. You played a bard in Doomsday Dawn. Yeah, and I um, hated it. I did not like yeah, because, Sebi. Hey, <clears throat> Ritz quote. Hey, Ritz, do you want to have a weapon? Now, who needs weapons? <laughs> hey, Ritz, you don't have any, you fucking magic missile is your only damage option. <laughs> um, and then you came back and you're like, oh. yeah, I want to play. I want to play a bard. It's like, Are you sure? You just complained about how you felt they were too supporter based. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you you made someone who wasn't a supporter and did a very good job look at me now look at you now yeah i think i played a fighter because of my other half orc mm -hmm. fighter yeah you played a half orc fighter uh in doomsday dawn as well at some point and you were so smitten with it that you're like oh my god i have to do this again I, so and i when i play tabletop I really like feeling strong. Like I don't, like, mm -hmm. I don't think I could do like straight support because that's just not my deal. Um, mm -hmm. So when I had the ability to play a fighter, because I, I, I think the playtest paladin kind of made me sad. Um, yeah, the playtest paladin had so many fucking issues. I, I think it was not good. I think I actually cried over it more than once. You did. Um, you did. I remember. So when I was like, when I played the fighter and it was literally like perfect, I was like, well, I'm attached to this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Uh, I think we've mentioned it before, but I think it's really interesting that KK, you taught it for a while about having uh, like a deer as a companion, considering all the stag symbology that we got from Casca later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Originally yeah, you didn't well want me to have a, you didn't want me to have an elk. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think the reason I didn't want you to have an elk was because I would have to convert that and I was not confident. I think also, <laughs> like, 
there is the issue of like because Isra could turn into a smaller dog like pretty easily with a collar. Yeah, well, but I, yeah, but I was like much like yeah, but like he was also smaller for much longer as well because an elk is yeah. is a giant elk and a a wolf is a wolf. <laughs> yep. Do you remember when Isra was size small? Back in book one. Oh god, he was size small, wasn't he? He was a puppy. He was a puppy. And now he can get to size huge. <laughs> I really like our characters. I really like the dynamic that Alden and Casca had. It made me happy yeah. that Casca would like that. Uh, I, I, I mean, I would assume that she wouldn't kill him. But I really no. I liked she it. got blinded because she didn't want to kill him. I like it. It may, it means a lot to me when we have characters that like care so much about each other. Because I know that like Alden cared so much about Casca. Just like yeah, she's just. I like it when our characters are best friends. Am I projecting? Yeah, because we are best friends. A little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. But it makes me happy. Because, um, especially because, like, because Casca is, like, is a lesbian, I didn't need to worry at all about there being, like, um, like, weird romantic tension. Because there just wasn't. Mm -hmm. Even when Alden was like, Yeah. You think I'm hot, Casca? It wasn't, like, it didn't feel, like, actually, like, like, romantic or, or sexual or anything. It just felt like yeah. two friends joking with each other. Yeah. They are the epitome of MLM solidarity. Definitely. I like that a lot. <laughs> okay, so we have some questions from the audience. Mm -hmm. Such as? Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to start with... Um, did your characters develop in any ways you didn't expect? Well, I did not expect um, Iker to have as much traumatic things happen to him. Um, I didn't expect him to, you know, develop PTSD. Uh, His fault is that. Yours. Your fault. Your fault. It is your fault You're because it's, it's your fault. It's your fault because you didn't expect it. <laughs> okay. Because I'm the fucking GM. Yeah, fuck you. I also didn't expect him to become king of two countries. Uh, or king at all. When I started and I made him out of spite, I was ready for you to be like, I'm sorry, Ritz, but it's just not enough, and you didn't make the right character. And I was like, I, w I, was, I would be okay with that, obviously. But, um... I'll be honest. Yeah. The second we started playing and I met Iker for the first time, I was like, okay, this is him. This is the king. When he said he doesn't know what a dog is. No! No! <laughs> yes! The, the most kingly of traits. Stupidity. <laughs> the way you know that I uh, taught that Iker was, you know, this is it. Iker is going to be king. Is because the art that I drew to promote Kingmaker... Uh, which is still in our Discord. Um, it's the one of Alden, Iker, and Casca standing side by side. I put Iker standing in the center. And I was like, <laughs> You sure did. That's going to be the king. That's the king. Because <laughs> you did such a good job like, with that first introduction. I was like, 
My god, that's a king if I've ever seen one. I made a king. I made a, uh, I made a character that would be, like, or could be king. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to make you angry and uh, out of spite. I wasn't angry at all. I was very proud of you. I wanted to prove you wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kekia or Dave, do either of you have ways that your characters developed unexpectedly? Um, Casca was a bit angrier than uh than I would have initially thought. <laughs> um, it might have been me projecting because I I I don't get angry that very often. But holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when you listen back to the early episodes, you can see that there was a bit more like. Early, like when you, um, I think the term is like early uh, installment awkwardness. Um, when you don't really know the character yet, um, and you're like, oh, I'm getting used to them. Casca was a very mischievous person. Um, she was always, always sometimes like, kind of like, oh, ho, ho, well, I give him gum pucks, suck on that. But I think that mischievousness became like, suck on that. You know, <laughs> it developed a little, a, a little bit, a lot. It it, the mischievousness developed into spite, pure, unadulterated spite. <laughs> Not unhealthy spite, spite nonetheless. This is the kindest person in the group. Like, Casca is, by and large, the sweetest of them all. It's just, she also has an edge to her. It's, yeah. If you're, much like many wildflowers, wonderful, sweet smelling, but also poisonous. <laughs> and will ruin your fucking fencing. <laughs> will ruin your fencing. <laughs> it's true. Casca <laughs> fucks fucking finds a farmer who's been like chopping down wood where he wasn't supposed to, and just fucking kicks his fence over. Like fuck you. She's <laughs> like, excuse me, wow. are you going to? Are you planning to replant your trees? Because if you're not, you're gonna feel some wrath cutting your way. <laughs> actually, I. You know what? You know what actually kickstarted the anger. Hmm. Grigori. Oh my god, oh, you're King right. Grigori. I think because so. Because that was the first time you got angry as Casca, because I remember being like, whoa. And then you didn't stop. It stuck, and you're like, It never oh. stopped. Oh, I like this power. <laughs> it's power because being angry. I think it's because I'm semi-used to playing fairly unhinged characters in different ways. Because, mm -hmm. like, Arsurus is unhinged in the fact that she is she's like, I wonder what this does. And if it causes if it causes an explosion, that's just a bonus. Mm -hmm. And then with Casca, it's like I played her reserved for a little while. I had a bit of mischief, but once I once um, I got the feel of like she could be angry. She can be pretty. She can probably get pissed off and murder a man. <laughs> <laughs> It almost happened. <laughs> it almost I happened. look at Rig. Hmm. Oh my god. Rig almost fucking died. Multiple <laughs> times. Casca really wanted to kill Rig. Yeah. She was so annoying. She I had, wanted to kill Rig too. Her patients wore so goddamn thin. And she was just like... She had enough. I love her. Hey, him. fucking... Ever shut up about Act getting a redemption arc. The fact that fucking Rig survived this fire yeah. is a miracle. Rig survived because Alden <laughs> felt like it. Let him. Um, Alden, how did you... I think... I mean, the sword thing wasn't part of the plan. Um, no. 
the the thing is is that like I I made Alden without as much of a plan in general. Not that I wasn't like planning on having him like exist like the way that he is. I I planned you on just him didn't know being what you wanted to do with him. I I knew that I wanted him to be like a kind person. I knew that I wanted him to be kind of like uh like like a bro- like a big brother type character. I knew that and I knew that I wanted him to be a good person literally no matter what um i i i really like characters who don't who who don't struggle with being bad at all like even when it it's hard he does the right thing i like that um i i i wasn't i know i didn't plan in the beginning for him to be poly but then I, when I, and it isn't just because of the fact that I liked both characters and didn't want to pick, um, I was thinking about it and Alden just felt like a, like a character who would be, he just has a lot of love. <laughs> it's a lot of love in his giant ass heart. Um, and I just thought it would fit a lot. And that wasn't something that I planned for him. It just kind of happened. He took the reins there. I remember actually yeah. going to ask Derry about it. I was really nervous that he would that you wouldn't want it though. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, what if Derry thinks that I'm just looking for more romance and doesn't think it fits? Uh, well, I thought it fit. Uh, hence why Alden now has battle boyfriend and battle girlfriend, and battle non-binary friend and second battle boyfriend. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> a lot of options. There's a lot of options. There's um, so I many think, options. Uh, I will ask another question now. Um, I think a lot of these uh, will answer in behind the rolls at some point because a lot of them are pretty yeah. sprawling and go beyond just the end of Kingmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, my question for you guys, let's know what your favorite moment was, but like, out of all six books, which is the one that you enjoyed the most? Book one being Stolen Lands, book two being uh, Rivers Run Red, three was the Varenhold Vanishing, four was Blood for Blood, five was War of the River Kings, and six was uh, Sound of a Thousand Screams. It has to be book three. Varenhold? Yeah, like, Varenhold was my favorite. Like, every single thing that happened in that book was just so good. Like, um, I was so number one, invested in the mystery of all of that. And, like, I was emotionally invested in it, and that's why I love it so much, because, you know, I, I, I fucking love things I get emotionally invested in. They interest me, and I cannot be interested if I'm not, like, emotionally gripped. And, number one, you held Sildare over my head. And, number two, <laughs> um, that's when most of Iker's, like, genuine uh, trauma and, like, development I think happened, uh, at least for me, because the happenings of that book with Varn dying and um, them being realizing unable... that like you have to be responsible for things that go beyond just your immediate actions. Yeah, yeah, um, that really hit me in a way I cannot describe. Um, it was just, it was a lot. It was so good, and it was so. Such a well-written book, and you did so well with it. Um, I, it's it's by one of my favorite authors from Pathfinder too. It's hmm? uh, he, the guy who wrote that book. He's one of my favorite authors for Pathfinder. It was by Greg A. Vaughan, uh, who 
has also written different adventures um, just to give uh, you guys who have played lots of Pathfinder. Um, he wrote a book in Carrying Crown. Which one? Wake of the Watcher. The Gothic. Oh. It was the uh, Lovecraft one. Yep. Oh. Yep. Good old Greg. And I will uh, let you know he did write something for the next campaign we're going to play, which I will tell us all very soon. But we're not done asking this question yet. Yeah, we'll get so, to that. Listeners, hold on. Oh, listeners. <laughs> Start spraying you. Um, Dave, KK, which of the books uh, jumped out to you the most? Oh, God. Um... Oh, wow. Uh, it's kind of hard to like pick like one book because I have it's it's hard to remember what ha like everything in one book because it's it it was all over the course of a year and a half. But <laughs> um, I really liked um I really liked book three, but I really liked um which book is the one with the lich guy. Wait, oh my god, that is Bardaka? book three. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's book three. That's the one. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> I just really <laughs> book like three was just I great. really like that book a lot. Um I really like horror, but not like horror movies. I just like themes of horror. So it's nice to do it in uh, that book. book was only ten episodes long, by the way. It was our shortest that's one. Fucked up. Really? That's fucked up. It felt yeah. like forever. It was I it was almost uh like considering like book two and six were both sixteen episodes long. Book three was really short. Wow. Why did it feel um, so long? I don't know. But like so good also at the same time. Yeah, yeah, of course. KK, do you have his favorite book? God. I... Which book did Casca get blinded in? That was the end of book three. <laughs> That's the end of book three. Okay. It's all book three. Wow. Well, um, <laughs> I because th- I also really did like book three, like uh, I. The horror stuff was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like intrigue things as well, and mm-hmm. the mystery that we had was. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And then the ending to it was just like. The ending to the ending to book three was like a really important part in Casca's character development too, mm-hmm. which is yeah. something that I desperately needed <laughs> <laughs> because um, I, the because with uh, how she was going, I didn't really because at that point I was like mm, I'm not entirely sure about her. Char- I wasn't entirely sure about her character at that point because she was kind of just. She had the moment of leaving and then and then she came back. And then after that, I was like, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I think this is pretty much her character. This is kind of how she's going to be. And then she got blinded. (laughs) I will never forget your words of blind me, pussy. Um, Because I was just going to do the one eye. I've said it before. I was just going to do one eye. I didn't intend to fully blind you, but like at the end of the session, you're like, why only one eye? It's like, well, because I want you to be able to see. It's like, I don't want to blind me. <gasps> Take them. <Yeah. laughs> blind me, pussy. Them, pussy. Were the three words that stuck with me from that book. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I wanted it. something. I wanted a challenge. I wanted some. I wanted because I haven't had a character who was like physically challenged in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, with like with Arthur, it was just like her curiosity was was kind of like her a detriment to her. With Numena, it was like her. <laughs> um, she was extremely insecure, and she mm-hmm. re- was not trusting of anyone. So mm-hmm. with all of my characters, it was a lot of like. Um, either mentally or just something happened to them, like a certain trauma happened and they just couldn't develop past that until later. But with mm-hmm. Casca, I'm glad that she got kind of both. Mm-hmm. And it all stems from the blindness. <laughs> what you're saying is I should hurt you more. God. Honestly? That's what I'm reading from this. Oh, okay, cool. I, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We'll see what happens next time. Um, I think we might as well, uh, real quick, talk about next time. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're revealing it now, huh? We might do. Is that okay by you all? Mm-hmm. We won't talk about the characters yet, but I will say we've had characters. We've had them prepared for a while, but that's yeah. a surprise for later. Um, yeah. Clo- we'll 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 probably do something closer to the to yeah the we'll, release. we'll let you guys know closer to the date about these boys but not too much maybe just a name and a face and a few words to describe them yeah but nothing too much I want you guys to meet these characters for the first time in story everyone would we like to talk about our next campaign yes. yeah please yeah let's do it <laughs> roll up. Roll up, roll up, everyone. Come one, come all, and see the greatest show on all of Galarian. We, in season two of Dice Roll, will be playing Extinction Curse, an adventure <laughs> that tells the story of humble performers who become, uh, who join the Circus of Wayward Wonders. As these yes! heroes lead their motley bland of performers and rustabouts around the Isle of Kortos, they uncover a sinister plot which threatens all life on the island. The dead god Arden may be gone, but his legacy lives on, as do old foes who would destroy the wonders he raised from the sea. Spectacle meets savagery as our heroes strive to stop the extinction curse. Woo! Set five years after the uh, events of Kingmaker, we will have a group of heroes who are part performers Clowns, jesters, dancers, and acrobats. Performers in the circus who are going to go on an adventure like no other in the island that Aridin himself raised from the sea. And if you all thought we were clowns before, gang, wait till we put on the makeup. Honk honk, bitch. (laughs) God. Dice Roll Roll Season 2 will begin in late July 2020. <laughs> we will see you all then with some hunks, some tumbles, and a whole load of mischief. Thank you all so much for listening to Kingmaker. And as always, everyone, keep it rolling.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.